Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. That if we have God's word on it, and we have God's word for it, we don't have to say if it is His will, because we know His word is His will. Then don't you see that if we have God's word for it, we have God's will for it. That's the reason that I encourage you to find scriptures that cover the case about which you are praying. Find scriptures that promise you whatever it is you are praying about. Sometimes people ask me to pray with them about a certain need. And very often I ask them, what scripture are you standing on, brother? Many of them say to me, well, not any in particular. And I always say, well, that's what you will get then, nothing in particular. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. This week we continue the teaching series from the archives by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Will of God in Prayer. This will be a great day of faith-building teaching. Stay tuned. Plus, later in today's program, I'll give you details on how you can obtain this month's special faith-building offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. We have been speaking to you on the subject, The Will of God in Prayer. We are using for our text 1 John, the first epistle of John, chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. I want to look at these verses again today and speak on this particular subject. This will be three lessons that we have given to you on the subject, the will of God in prayer. And so this week we will be presenting Lesson number three. Now then, let's read our text. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Now we have called your attention to another translation which reads, This is the boldness that we have toward him. Confidence and boldness mean about the same thing. If we are confident, we are bold, aren't we? And if we don't have confidence, then there is a lack of boldness and there is an insecurity about us. Many times as we read such scriptures as these, we don't completely comprehend the meaning. I believe it was in the book Divine Healing Diamonds that the author said that oftentimes folks have found a few jewels and gems on top of the ground without much digging. But if you really want to get down where the valuable veins are, you have to dig for them. Now this is also true in the Word. If we just go along on the surface, we may pick up a little diamond occasionally, but if we'll dig down a little deeper, we'll find many times a vein of gold are some large gems and jewels. Reading this, I'm talking about what John said here in the first epistle of John, chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. Reading this in only a casual manner, we really have come many times to the wrong conclusions entirely of what John said here. Many have thought that he said, if it's his will, he'll hear me, and if it isn't, he won't. That isn't the meaning. He said, this is the boldness that we have in him. 
that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. We have added our own thinking to that and have said, well, now we pray, and if it's his will, he hears us, and if it's not his will, he won't. But that's still not correct. We're still missing it for the simple reason that if we have God's word on it and we have God's word for it, we don't have to say if it is his will because we know his word is his will. Then don't you see that if we have God's word for it, we have God's will for it. That's the reason that I encourage you to find scriptures that cover the case about which you are praying. Find scriptures that promise you whatever it is you are praying about. Sometimes people ask me to pray with them about a certain need. And very often I ask them, what scripture are you standing on, brother? Many of them say to me, well, not any in particular. And I always say, well, that's what you will get then, nothing in particular. If it is according to his word, then that is his will. It has to be his will for him to promise it in his word. It is his will that we have everything that he has promised for us in his word. If we know then that it is according to his will or according to his word, I like to put that in there. I believe it makes it clear. We know that he hears us. That would agree with what Jesus himself said in John 15, 7, where Jesus said, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. So then this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. How do we know he hears us? Because it's according to his word. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. We know it before they ever materialize, before it ever comes to pass, because we know it is according to his will, according to his word. We know he hears us, he said so. Then you can see with what confidence and what assurance we can come to him. The believer, the Christian, who is walking in fellowship with the word, will never ask for anything outside of, of God the Father's will. If he knows the word, he knows what's promised him. He knows the will of God. We don't have to worry about that. Uh, if he's not walking in the light of the word and in fellowship with the word, it's not going to work for him anyhow. His prayer life isn't going to be effective anyway because he plainly stated, Jesus plainly stated, if ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. We know, as we have stated before, and I'll reiterate it again, that saving the lost is his will. We know that because we know the word. It was to that end that Jesus died. God so loved the world, the Bible said, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. And the Lord is not willing that any should perish but that all should come into repentance. So then, we don't have to pray now, Lord, if it's your will, save this one or save that one. We know it's his will. Now then, I just simply use that as an illustration to show you that there are other things that the Bible says that we know it's his will too. Just like I said, saving the lost is his will, so we don't have to say, if it be your will, save the lost. 
anything else that the Bible covers is just as true. And for us to say, if it's your will, then we destroy our prayer. And we're not coming with boldness and with confidence. We pointed out the fact also that we know that healing the sick is his will. We get the idea sometimes that it is God's will to heal some and that it's not his will to heal others. But the Bible said that Christ bore our infirmities and carried our diseases. You remember Matthew eight seventeen said, Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Now don't misunderstand me. I know that we're going to die sometime and that folks are going to live their time out. God did not promise us that we're going to live down here on this earth forever, you know. He has told us, however, that physical death will eventually be put aside and that it is the last enemy that will be put underfoot. But if we are ill, we certainly have the right to believe God for healing because the word of God says in 1 Peter 2.24, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. So healing has to be the will of God. We don't have to put an if in our prayer. If it's your will, heal me. Or if it's your will, heal this one or that one. We know his will because his word is his will. Now I grant you this, that there are those who are not in his will. There are some who, who before you could get them healed would have to be gotten back into the will of God. But you still don't have to pray if it's your will, heal them. Because it is his will, and it is his will, that they be in the will of God. And then again, we know that praying for finances to meet obligations is his will. Because you remember Philippians 4.19 says, My God shall supply all your need, or the margin says, every need of yours, according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. All your need and every need means just what it says, all and every. Now practically everything is covered in these points. It is the will of God, you see, that our needs be met. You remember what Jesus said? When he was here on the, on the earth, he made this statement. That if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more, I like that expression, how much more will your heavenly Father give good things to them that ask him? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the message series by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Will of God in Prayer. In this three-CD series, Kenneth E. Hagan explores the scriptures and instructs believers on how to use the Word of God in prayer. This series is just $21. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. 
I see this laying here, and I guess you were going to talk about this, the Word of Faith. The Word of Faith. That's our, our magazine that comes out about every six weeks or so. And you know, besides all the good things that it has, in it, it's a beautiful magazine. It really it is. Really, that, really that, is. That, that's, that, that's pretty. I that like that. That is. Do you know that, uh, that that was, was that on our camp? I don't know if that was on our campus or not. No, no, but that's remember, not on our campus. But remember either. last year when we had all the snow? Yeah, because that's oh, a road. That's yeah, a highway, right. so that ain't the campus. No, that's not. But it's beautiful anyway. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we've got all kinds of good stuff in here. And there's... Uh, teachings. There's teachings. And then uh, then my heart to heart mm -hmm. in here. And your seed thoughts. Your seed thoughts. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's the page, the kids page. But yeah, I'll tell you what, I've heard the adults work that too. Yeah. All the puzzles. They... <laughs> yeah, the puzzles mm -hmm. and all of that. Yes. So, hey... Uh, all you have to do is ask for it, and you can get this. There's, they're telling you there on the screen. Just go to our go to our website. That's right. Uh, Rama, uh, Rama.org, and mm -hmm. and uh, you, you can sign up for it. If this radio program has blessed you and ministered to your spirit, then we want to hear from you. We're asking you, our audience, to let us know when and where you listen. Email us at partnerservices at Rama.org or call 1-888-FAITH-99 and tell us. If you prefer, drop us a letter. Write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. If we're to remain broadcasting in your area, we need to hear from you. And if you're able, we would ask that you would consider sowing an offering to help defray the costs of this radio program. Call today to get this month's special faith-building offer, Kenneth E. Hagen's The Will of God in Prayer 3-CD Series, yours for the price of $21. The number to call is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen, The Will of God in Prayer. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.